0: What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Daily Show. Happy freaking Monday. I love Mondays. Mondays are honestly my favorite day of the week, although they did not used to be that way because for so many years of my life, I was consumed by food, which means that I would be so strict on myself and my diet during the week. And then the weekends were usually a free-for-all. I would eat so much food to the point where my stomach felt like it was about to burst. And I would vow to start my diet again on Monday. And I'm going to share with you just some ways that that doesn't fucking work. Okay. And no matter how much you ate, you do not need to make up for it because I spent so many years of my life living in the cycle of Feeling super guilty for overindulging and feeling the need like I had to wake up early and exercise and do a bunch of crazy shit in order to get rid of the damage or undo all the damage that I had done over the weekend. So just to give you a little bit of a background story. My relationship with food over the years has been interesting. I actually did a podcast episode about my journey with fitness and food, I believe it included too. So if you want to go listen to that, it's one of the first episodes I recorded on this channel. But I remember back in high school when I was dancing, I could literally eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted to eat it. That meant spaghetti and Coke for breakfast some days. I'm not even kidding. Like my mom would make a bunch of spaghetti and I would wake up in the morning. I would eat it cold with a can of Coke. I'm like, mom, what are you letting me do with my life? What the heck? Um, I would get these huge chocolate chip muffins. They sell at school. Full Chipotle burritos, I'm talking the works in that baby, like the guac, the sour cream, the white rice, you know what I'm saying? Like just fully loaded Chipotle burritos, um, you know, chips and Subway and Chinese takeout, hamburgers and Skittles at football games, like literally... I would eat all the things and the weird but also crazy part about it was that I felt no twinge of guilt back then and I was also the smallest I had ever been Um, and the wonderful part although my insides were probably close to rotting (laughs) was that I was able to maintain my weight effortlessly because I was dancing all that time. Maybe it was my high school metabolism also. Either way, I was just a tiny little human, okay? But the best part about that is not even my size because I think we all are striving for this ideal of like, oh, I just want to eat whatever I can and be as thin as I possibly can. But the best part about that whole thing was not my size It was the part that I don't even ever remember thinking about food. I don't ever remember saying, oh my God, how many carbs are in this Subway sandwich? Or does this fit my macros? Or maybe I shouldn't eat this. I just ate when I was hungry and I stopped when I was full. It was marvelous. It was freedom. It was freedom. And so fast forward to college, when I gained an interest in health and fitness, I started working out with a personal trainer who put me on a meal plan, but I was still eating so much food. Like I remember my breakfast on that meal plan was something like two whole eggs, a whole banana, avocado, toast, tomatoes, I was living the dream. I started to see great results, but then came the downfall because and this is where it gets dangerous i became obsessed with the results i was seeing i became so addicted to wanting more results better results faster results so i went from complete food freedom to complete food obsession within the period of a few years so i would track every piece of food i put in my mouth i would refuse to eat anything that wasn't quote clean (laughs) what does that even mean and then in the darkest depths of all of it that Ended up transforming into my binge eating disorder. So, how did I overcome the obsessive, all or nothing mentality when it comes to food? And I also want to explain how to navigate the feelings when you get the urge when you eat too much and you feel like you need to make up for it because I spent so many weeks and years of my life living for Monday so that I could start my diet again and make up for everything that I did on the weekend and I want you guys to break that habit. I want you to get out of that cycle because life is meant to be enjoyed. We are not meant to be these creatures that spend 90% of our day thinking about food because when you have so much mental energy wrapped up and consumed by how much you're eating, what you're eating, when you're eating, that takes away so so much mental energy and capacity for you to start a hobby. Create a business, start a blog, hang out with your friends and family, focus on shit that's actually important (laughs) and not so obsessed with our bodies and micromanaging every single piece of food we put into our body. So let's start with answering the main question. How did I reverse these obsessive thoughts? Well, first of all, I'm not sure it's ever really completely possible to reverse the thoughts because once you've had an eating disorder or disordered eating patterns for the good part of a few years... Those thought patterns are pretty hardwired into your brain. And the only way to change the way you feel toward food is to change the way you think. And just to give you a completely transparent idea of what I mean by this, Mark and I were having a conversation last night because whenever I get super stressed out in my life, I grasp two things that I know I can micromanage and control. So when I feel like everything else is out of control in my life, the first thing I tend to focus on is my food. And I say, oh, I'm not happy with my body. I just need to start tracking macros again. That's the solution. That's going to solve everything for me. And that is never the answer. That has never been the answer for me personally, because that just means that I am taking so much of my mental space and energy, dedicating it to getting super... Shredded, which never even ends up happening because I'm only able to stick to macros for like two or three weeks anyway before I want to like kill myself <laughs> and go and binge. Um, And yeah, it just is never a good thing. So if you find yourself in a stressful situation and you find the first tendency you have is to obsess your thoughts around food, it's usually because you're trying to avoid something else that is going on in your life that you really need to get a handle on. So just keep that in mind because I realize that even today in my life, even sitting here talking to you as a nutrition coach who is certified to coach people through their nutrition problems, I still have those disordered eating behaviors and tendencies my And it's something that I'm working through. And it's something that I will continue to be transparent about fully with you because I am human. And I want to lead by example and show you that if I can work through it, you can work through it and it doesn't have to define your life. So, what does it mean to change the way we think about food so that way we change the way we feel toward food in the first place? So it starts with our thoughts, like I said. That means every time you have an ob- obsessive tendency like, "Ugh, I ate too much last night. I'm just not going to eat all day tomorrow. Or you wake up in the morning. This is what I like. One of the first things that I would think of is how much did I eat yesterday? I need to go work out. Or maybe it's in the moment and you're just like, okay, I'm going to eat this whole pizza tonight because tomorrow I'm going to go back to being perfect, which is bullshit. Let's just be real. Let's call ourselves out on our bullshit. Um, and I'll just do more cardio to make up for it. That's like, you know, my my classic But the only way you're ever going to overcome these ingrained ways of thinking, especially if you've been thinking this way for years, is to replace those negative thoughts with a positive. So there's a book called The Power of Habit, which is a really good read, or uh, I have the audiobook version of it, so you can download it on Audible, hashtag sponsored. No, I'm just kidding. But if Audible, you want to sponsor me, I really listen to a lot of books and I recommend them a lot to people, so holler at me. (laughs) But seriously, according to The Power of Habit, the book... When you're trying to get rid of a negative habit in your life, like you're trying to quit smoking or giving up an eating disorder or disordered eating habits or tendencies, you have to replace that habit with something else in its place or it won't stick. That's why when you're recovering from some type of disordered eating behavior or tendencies, you have to have something else to apply your energy to, especially in the times that the urge comes on to binge. So it's different for everyone, but things that work for me are just living in the moment and focusing on primary foods i did a whole podcast episode about primary foods versus secondary foods but just in a nutshell secondary foods are the foods that we actually eat so they're like proteins fats carbs avocado you know like everything we eat on a daily basis primary foods are the things that fill us up that aren't actually food at all so they are hobbies relationships interests things that we love to do so Think about that. What am I really hungry for right now? When you're in the moment, I know it's so hard because it's almost like you black out and then your hand's at the bottom of the chip bag, but just try to take a deep breath, Bring yourself back into the present moment and say, what am I really hungry for right now? And it's different for everyone, but sometimes that's connection. Sometimes it's creativity. Try journaling, walking, painting your nails, reading a book, talking to a friend, getting out of the house, get yourself out of the situation, out of your head and into your body. And you can do that by breathing. You can do that by going for a walk. You can do that by removing yourself physically from the situation. So leave the kitchen. And I plan to talk a lot more about my history with my disordered eating. So if that's something you guys are interested in, please let me know or if you're struggling with that because I can definitely relate, okay? But that's why I wanted to share all that transparency with you today as well. But for the sake of this podcast, let's just say you're past the lowest lows of it and you're living a somewhat normal life like I am now, but you still have small tendencies or thought patterns that linger. So every time one of those all or nothing, I'll eat all of this and then I'll make up for tomorrow, or I just won't eat again until this is all burned off thoughts come up. Here's what I try to do. Keyword being try, because again, I am not perfect. You are not going to be perfect at this, but the more awareness we can bring to our thoughts in the present moment, the less likely or the less frequent those blackout binge episodes will occur. So number one, take a step back. The thought usually originates either as you're eating something off of your meal plan or your food rules that you've created for yourself or not eating something considered healthy so even if it is something healthy but i've eaten more than my macros allow for the day which again this is why i don't like the concept personally for myself at this point of tracking macros because it's just a way for me to micromanage and if i go over then these subconscious guilt shame and the need to be perfect thoughts start creeping in so my thoughts go automatically from you shouldn't be eating this, which turns into, oh, it's okay, girl. Just eat that tonight and then tomorrow you will, whatever ultimatum it is. Like, I'm bargaining with myself to do hours of freaking cardio or fast all day because I'm eating a banana with freaking almond butter that's outside of my macros. Like, do you see how fucked up of a mentality that is when you could just. Eat the banana with almond butter even though it's high in carbs and fat you would be a normal human you would weigh a normal amount because i think the fear comes from us gaining all this weight and you move on with your life versus not allowing yourself to have something like banana and almond butter that's completely normal and healthy for you and telling yourself it's too high in carbs doesn't fit my macros whatever and then on the weekend you're eating a whole entire pizza when you would have just been better off allowing yourself to have a little bit of the thing that you wanted in the first place, which would have been much better for you, okay? So do you see where I'm going with this? If you can catch yourself during the stage when you're still eating, perfect, that's awesome. Again, cultivating awareness will allow that to become easier and easier to catch yourself in the moment. But let's say you haven't. Let's say you didn't catch yourself in the moment. Here's the thing. I want you in general and this is me preaching to myself, I'm not just trying to tell you what to do. Uh, It's important to not have a scarcity mindset about food. So remind yourself in the moment, this is not the only time you're ever going to be able to eat whatever food it is. Most of the time when I would binge, it would be on completely normal things I could eat every single day if I wanted to. Like they're always available. They're always either in my house or at the grocery store, like peanut butter, ice cream, cereal, pretzels, random things didn't, that didn't even necessarily taste good, but gave me so much comfort because it became a habit. So I try to remind myself if I'm in the present moment where I'm about to eat the thing and overdo it. And I know I am. And I know I'm trying to bargain with myself and just tell myself, all will make up for it later. Um, to not have a scarcity mindset. Instead, have an abundance mindset. Remind yourself that whatever food you're eating will always be there, even tomorrow. So, You don't have to have the whole entire package of whatever it is. You don't need to have all of it right now and it won't make you feel better to eat all of it right now. Whatever it is, don't just eat it out of the package, put it on a plate or in a bowl, sit down, eat it slowly, savor it, if you can't eat it with someone else because a lot of the binges happen in private because it's a very shameful and isolating thing. So if you can enjoy one cookie with a friend and you sit down, you're having a good conversation, you make a hot cup of hot cocoa to go with it or whatever, and it becomes sort of like a social experience where you're bringing passion and fun and joy to the food that you're eating. That is true mindfulness, and that is how food is meant to be enjoyed versus eating in isolation, making it this secret thing where you're doing it, you sneak cookies into your bedroom, and then you eat the whole sleeve, and then you feel like shit about yourself. So try to practice the abundance mindset by saying, I don't need to eat this whole sleeve of cookies right now. I can have another one tomorrow. And by giving yourself that freedom and the choice And the okay, the permission to have it tomorrow, you will realize that it becomes so much less tempting. It's like the forbidden fruit, right? So, like if your mom says, hey, you can't sneak out of the house, what do you wanna do? You wanna sneak out of the house, okay? (laughs) Sorry, mom. Did that too many times to count when I was in high school. I love you. Um, But if you are, it's the same thing with food. If you are eating, a cookie and you think it's so bad you think it's off your diet you think you can't do it again you're pretty much just begging yourself to eat all of the things because you have not given yourself the permission to have the freedom to choose you have freedom over your food choices you have the freedom to choose you have the freedom to say hey i'm an adult i can have a damn cookie tomorrow and when you realize that that option is available for you tomorrow because you live in abundance you have an abundance mindset then it becomes a lot less tempting to eat the whole thing today So my last tip, let's say you don't actually catch yourself while you're still eating or about to eat. So the first two steps were kind of trying to catch yourself in the moment or things to do beforehand when you're about to binge or overeat and try to, you're trying to rationalize with yourself, but let's say you haven't caught yourself, okay, and the damage is done because you've gone over your macros or you've eaten more than you intended to. We've all been there. First of all, fucking ditch the guilt. Okay. Excuse my French, but literally, like I said before, life is too short to spend all of your mental energy consumed by what you ate, what you didn't eat, how you could do better, blah, blah, blah. Quit wasting your mental energy on that, please. Okay, maybe it was only a banana, gasp, yes, how terrible. <laughs> By the way, I don't mean to make light of any of this because I know how crazy it sounds that we dramatize something like eating bananas so much, but can we really just take a step back for a moment and look at how silly that is? It's a freaking banana, a banana. There were so many times I felt guilty for eating a damn banana because it had quote, so many carbs you won't die just because it has carbs. Okay. And I like to think I'm a smart girl, but when I have thoughts like this, I'm like, come on, Julie perspective. Like nobody ever got fat eating too many bananas. Let's be real. And there are starving people in the world. So if you're sitting over here being a little cry baby, I'm talking to myself, then about eating a banana because it has so many carbs, like just first world problems. Oh my God. Just slap me in the face. Okay. Rant over. So maybe it was only a banana or maybe it was way too much of whatever food. But repeat after me, okay? Seriously, I want you to say this. I'm going to say it three times. I want you to repeat it with me. No matter how much I ate, I do not need to make up for it. Okay, let's say that together. Take a deep breath. No matter how much I ate, I do not need to make up for it. Hmm. Just sit with that for a second. Let's say it one more time. Big deep breath. No matter how much I ate, I do not need to make up for it. I repeat this to myself whenever I feel that guilt or shame or embarrassment creeping up. I understand if you're listening and you're saying you shouldn't feel shameful or guilty, it's just food, but when you've had or still have disordered eating tendencies these self-created pity parties bring about so much guilt and shame and embarrassment that it's debilitating it's isolating and it literally sucks all the joy out of your life that's why so many people never speak about them or get help for them so for me it was because of the need to make up for it mentality that started the vicious cycle of binge and deprive and binge and deprive in the first place And by simply taking the deprive mentality out of that cycle, a.k.a. making up for it or I can't have this food or all these food rules that we create for ourselves or tracking macros, the desire to binge becomes so much less tempting. So let's say it's after the night that you've eaten too much or outside your normal diet. Please, please, please give yourself some grace and repeat that message to yourself. No matter how much I ate, I do not need to make up for it. You do not need to fast or not eat today. You do not need to go on a juice cleanse or consume only water. You do not, for God's sakes, need to spend hours and hours doing cardio to burn it off. Give yourself permission to not be perfect Cut yourself some damn slack, girl. You are not a bad person because you strayed from your diet for a day. You are a human being. And if you cannot give yourself the grace and acceptance to feel okay and normal in this moment, here is your permission to fuck things up sometimes because you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. And I pray to God that if you are listening to this right now, that you found this at the right time that helps you resist the urge to make up for it. But let's say you've already attempted to do that by fasting or doing extra cardio, whatever it happens to be. For me, it's always over-exercising. Understand in the long term, the more that you give into those urges to make up for it, the more power you're giving to food and addiction and this cycle that you want so badly in your heart to break. At first, I started to write... Or say that it's okay this time just know that it shouldn't become a habit but then I really wanted to take a step back and let you know that it should never feel okay to feel like you need to punish yourself for what you've done because what becomes okay just this one time will just become acceptable the next time you ever eat and then the next time after that and the next time and just one more time does that sound familiar because isn't that how the binges started in the first place so as much as you want to just say this one more time I'm just gonna purge or I'm gonna do cardio or I'm gonna fast resist the urge to punish yourself break that habit of making up for it today not next time you overeat right freaking now you are not a bad person just because you ate too much okay I promise you you will not undo your progress just because you went off your meal plan cut yourself some slack get rid of the urge to make up for it move on please please hear me i say this with so much love please move on and do not give food or exercise that kind of power over you because remember you control your habits you control your thought patterns and ultimately you control your life okay Take responsibility for where you are right now because as hard as it may be, you must seek help if you need it, okay? I wish I would have way sooner than I did. So I pray that this found you at the right time. I pray that this message resonated with you because whether you...